0: Hello, everyone. Anyone that downloaded this episode last week, you will have noticed that at about the 30 minute mark, two of the mics cut out and it sounds like garbage. We have since remastered, re-edited, and this is the new version. So if you did try and listen to that one, go ahead and skip to the 30 minute mark. Everything from that point on, you will not have heard before. And also, I mentioned something about a Bill Gates clip from his meeting with the Department of Defense in 2005. We said we're only going to play a small portion of it, but in this one, we decided to include the full four-minute clip, and that's available at the 17-minute mark. Thank you so much, and I apologize for that happening, and hope you enjoy the show. Now, time for the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. It's Super Alex, and we're here today with... Who are we here with? Who's here? Wait, I
1: think the ninja's back. Well,
0: it's not you. You're not (laughs) the ninja.
2: Yes, I am
1: here. Well, the reason I'm not is to remember the first time I used nunchucks, and I thought after you hit yourself that many times, you're like, (laughs) this is not my weapon. Yeah, they do hurt. so much. <laughs> Swords can be kept away from yourself much more easily. Really? Okay.
0: <laughs> and so, as he mentioned, we have the ninja Dr. Dennis here with us. Hello. And we also have, is it Super Kevin or Junkie Kevin? Dr. Kevin. Super
1: Junkie Doctor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's think... a few of those, aren't there, Junkie Doctors? Let's not talk about that today. No. Yeah, we can't talk about that. Anyway, welcome to today's episode. It is called the second forbidden fruit. Pomegranates? No. Second.
3: Well, no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> tomatoes. <laughs> fruit. Well, and tomatoes and tomatoes? You right? know
2: tomatoes are fruit.
0: <laughs> That's right. It has seeds. Yeah. <laughs> so today we're talking about tomatoes. No, and not tomatoes. <laughs> we're talking about the second forbidden fruits. You might want to review the first episode, right? The part one of this. What one's that one called?
1: It is called Patentable Genetic Markers in Our Forehead. That's right. And this is one of those episodes where, unfortunately, you will be a little lost on this one if you do not go back and listen to the other episode. So it's almost mandatory, but you're going to see just this quick review. You know, this is stuff we've been coming with. And again, we were just talking about how to get the word out. Because seven out of the ten things we know about the mark of the beast, about the beast government are happening right now, and yet people aren't talking about it. And you just see how compelling this really ends up being. So here's what we talked about. We've been talking about how a cause came in the world. This cause is unique in that we need access to your bodies. Then our Bible tells us if we don't take this mark, then we can't buy or sell And then, of course, there's something about our right hand. And this is something we blew up last time that when you look at this word right hand, people go, oh, where's this mark on the right hand? This can't be the mark of the beast because there's no right hand. The truth is there is something about the hand, but the right hand part of that verse is a phrase. It's actually something that Jesus' disciples were fighting about. Do you think they were fighting about who was going to literally, hey, Jesus, put your, put your hand down here on this bench. We want to both sit on it. <laughs> no, the right hand where they wanted to sit was a figurative place that, of honor. Right? So when you give somebody your right hand, like you swear your right hand on the Bible, when you lift your right hand to swear, when you put your right hand over your heart to, to say that Pledge of Allegiance, you are giving your allegiance. So the right hand is not necessarily figurative, but you're right. going to see that the patentable genetic markers in our forehead which we'll mention here now. Well, in
0: court, right? Right. Right hand on the Bible, mm-hmm. right? And you swear to tell the truth, the yes, whole truth.
1: you're giving your allegiance, you're pledging your allegiance. I think that's a great analogy. It is. And so remember back in those days, again, Isaiah specifically tells us that God wants to hold our right hand, right? Because he's the only one worthy, folks. We don't give our right hand to anybody else. That's trusting another God. That is a form of what? worshiping a false God, Mm -hmm. right? When you give that to any government, you can't. That's something we only give to God. And of course, the patentable genetic markers, this vaccine carried patentable genetic markers. And these genetic markers were the first supposed vaccine, right? It's really genetic therapy that crossed the blood brain barrier. Now, that's where we talked about how the forehead in the Bible is the most under talked about, maybe thing in the Bible, the whole Bible, because we start to realize we're going to have a whole episode about this, Mm. about how, what is it? What's the real meaning of the forehead and the forehead in your Bible, that word is aft the eyes, what's behind your eyes, the frontal lobe of your brain, your mind, that's the conscious mind. That's, that's the part. If you damage that the person that you know is gone, They're, they're never coming back. So this is exactly kind of our heart and soul, if you will. And that's what what Satan wants. And Paul specifically tells us, he even tells us, with my mind, I serve Christ. But with my body, he serves what? Of course, sin, right? So you think about, that's why we are able to be saved, because we're split. We have this dual nature, but through our mind and our heart, we can choose and accept salvation. But think about this, if Satan had, he already has our body, because we know where that's going, right? Mm -hmm. But if he also had our mind, would we be able to be redeemed? No, no. but there is no more split. We're now fully and, and, and totally under the control of Satan. The other thing is, and, and again, when you start to think about the reasoning behind what could make us lose our salvation. I've been saying for about 12 years that this has to be genetic. And that means that the days of Noah are happening again. So I nearly fell out of my chair when I found out the supposed vaccine, not only did it have nanotechnology, but it was genetic markers that we were putting in our in our body. So that now it's not just that, you know, we're putting something in our forehead. It's not just that. It's also that we're what changing our DNA, which is what happened in the days of Noah. Jesus said, when you see or he just said when you see these things happening but he also said when the when when he comes back as in the days of Noah so shall be the coming of the son of man so this is our seventh correlation now to what's happening with this narrative the COVID narrative is reproducing all of these things at the same time so then the question really we got into what's going on here why why don't we deal with the issue what's going on with the mark of the beast so that if we take that why can't we actually be saved and we talked about a couple of possibilities. First is what is the basis of salvation? Period, Dennis. What is the basis of salvation? Yeah, you know, what's you the? the
2: napping over there. I God.
1: did. I saw him. He yeah, was like he was
0: monologuing.
2: <laughs> he was doing a good job though. I was just I was trying to find where he was on the notes. But does you remember from The Incredibles? You're like he' no, he's going straight out. Um, <laughs> yeah. the, the question again, can I have that in the? So sentence? the question is, what do you
1: think is the... F- <laughs> I've done that. Like, if you want to be saved, right? yes. what's the first thing you have to do? You have to repent. Right. And what is repentance? It's
2: acknowledgement of your sin.
1: That's right.
0: I did wrong. I did and so, so wrong.
1: If you think about repentance is something that we have inside of us, that we know what we did, but there's another part of us that recognizes this was wrong.
0: Well, they call it, what, the conviction of the Holy Spirit. You you can see it and, you know, you well, feel it.
2: Yeah, and that is supernatural. Yes, it is. that is supernatural. So, so because Very you got to think about Romans 1. I mean, Kevin's touching Romans 7 where Paul was struggling with the mind and the flesh. Um, but Romans 1, when he was talking about how people suppress the truth. they fiz- they, they literally suppress the truth. They do
1: not want to hear it. They do not want to hear it. So, how can they repent? Well, and that's it. And so you think about what could affect our repentance. Well, to me, two things. Number one, let's say I do repent, but for some reason, what Jesus did on the cross doesn't apply to me anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's why the genetic narrative fits that possibility. In other words, that if you take a Ford and you change it too much, the Ford is no longer a Ford. We talked about how warranties, especially you can change the color of your car, put leather interior in it put bigger wheels yeah it's still a board mm-hmm. well sometimes
0: the bigger wheels will avoid the warranty as well because it changes the way that it drives and handles
1: yeah i used to work for no, car
0: companies so i know this stuff don't even get me started on here
1: those would be some crazy big wheels but the average <laughs> like person big wheels. did you see the do wheels do not on argue that thing? me you argue with me about wheels is like me arguing with you about shoes what this is <laughs> pointless <laughs> anyway so then you go okay so what could fundamentally change our nature well turns out our nature is lot determined by wheels or in- <laughs> dna right put quail dna in chickens they move their head like quickens so and then the other issue is you know does it apply let's say they do re- repent but it doesn't it doesn't work right so that's the most likely thing. And, of course, we'll see. We're going to get to semantics because I have had these conversations with pastors at different times. But the point is, is that we have Kevin's seven text. things.
0: I asked everyone to put their phones on silent. He I wonder forgot. why it was
1: like. He forgot. Yes, absolutely. You, I wonder why it was like Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was perfect timing, right? My wife.
0: Dun, dun, dun,
1: dun, dun, dun. She's texting me. You're I talking too much. much. Your <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. he wasn't the
0: father was he
1: well, well once he you understand was. that, that genetics are important that's why the lineages are in the Bible that's why the Bible specifically said Jesus couldn't come as the Hulk or Spider-Man he, he couldn't be a bull a goat or ram he had to be a man born like a man live like a man die like a man to redeem all of us so one of the things though I felt like we didn't hit enough on the last episode was about the Luciferes and um, you're talking wait hmm? what you were telling me about this
0: <laughs> no SM102 right yes. you've been texting yes. about it all week Go yeah,
1: ahead, yeah. Go Did ahead, you does, see
2: some of the doc? some of the stuff I, I yeah, sent so you so SM
0: yeah I mean we were talking about um, because a lot of people say well oh, that's not really in there if you see the ingredient SM102 that's another way of saying Luciferase right. folks yes, just that's, FYI um, SM102 is definitely in there you can check it it's Luciferase
1: so luciferase, of course, is something that was specifically designed to go into vaccines, and the reason it's there is so that we can know who has it and who doesn't, because it what it luminesces, right? Which is why Lucifer is means light, right? The
0: bringer of light, yeah, angel of light.
1: Yes, it, that's. But, but what kind also, of light? It's a lipid nanoparticle. That's right. So it's the envelope for the mRNA. So yes. with these genetic vaccines, they have to use that. Right. So was it Moderna or Pfizer that admits to the SM-102? It was found in Moderna.
0: Yeah, it was found yeah. in Moderna. But see, Pfizer... But, who has, who ha, but we need to look deeper into that because we're going to do a Pfizer little clip. Pfizer has it also. Right, it has it also. It just lists it differently. It breaks it down. Mm. Um, the part, the way that it tells you the ingredients is just listed differently than the way Pfizer's is. And Pfizer's is just right. more obvious because they just come out and say SM-102. They don't break down um, the lipid part, which is what Moderna does. Also, Moderna bill gates company folks one of bill gates right and fauci
1: just remember that they do not list that'll
0: come into play later
1: all their ingredients and those same lipid nanoparticles lipid fat packets are in all of the vaccines
0: so that giant um piece of paper that they put in there with nothing in it do you guys know why it's so giant
1: no.
0: because that's supposed to contain all the issues they've had with it and that's how much would it would take up if they were to actually print it on there. You do realize right. it. Like, that's right. the crazy right. part, folks. Right. So that insert, ask to see that. If you if you go to get the vaccine, go to the pharmacist and ask to see that insert. Don't go. It's unreal. Because they, they'll show you the insert that comes with it. It's unbelievable how big this thing is. Crazy. Yeah, even though it has nothing on there. If they were to list everything, that all the problems it caused, all the side effects... It would. that's how much room it would take. That's why it's that large.
2: Well, this, this one this one safety data sheet from uh, Cayman Chemical who mm-hmm. produced SM-102, I was just discussing this with Doc before we uh, got on. Um, ap- article number 33474, application of, of the substance backslash mixture. This product is for research use dash... Not for human or veterinarian diagnostic or therapeutic use.
0: But why is it in there then?
2: Then you go down and it says classification of substance or mixture. It's flammable. (laughs) Harmful if swallowed. Causes skin irritation. Causes serious eye irritation.
1: Well, just remember Uh, folks, what we're talking about, if the name doesn't ring a bell. Okay, 060606 is the patent number. Now we go back to Revelations 13, 16, 17 and the one we haven't talked a lot about is the eighteenth verse. It says, "Who can calculate the number of man?" It's six six six. That's this connection to this entire scenario to the number six six six. So here you have a, a a a substance called luciferase. The only real main use of this product is to be used in vaccines. Right. And then this also, if the name didn't get you, the 060606 ought to. And then where does this lead? It leads to a company, okay, that has ownership by Bill Gates. It also leads, Bill Gates then leads you to what? The World Health Organization, which also now is what? Trying to take over the world when a pandemic is in place. Right. Right. And we know from
2: the last scam, Demic and it it was a scandemic because there was no pandemic it was all case demic Um, but we know that that's all they have to do is come up with this fake uh pandemic and then the, the who their health their new health regulations and laws kick in and and uh subvert government authorities folks our government just signed on to this yeah In the last,
1: what was that, Davos meeting? Yeah. It was just, uh, this is crazy. 22nd through the 26th. So we're saying that Bill Gates knows more about how to run the world in a pandemic than anybody else. But no, what I love, including their own government,
0: people are, you know, especially if you were really hugely pro-vax initially. And if you got the vax, I mean, it's as simple as repent at this point. Um, Just don't get any. (laughs) And detox. Yeah. Don't get any boosters, please. Yeah. yeah, and we're not vilifying that group, but a, a group that was so adamant, right, that you, you get this vaccine. We're literally taking advice from someone who does not have a medical degree, who's never taken one medical course about anything in their entire life, um, who's never treated patients, who's never, Bill Gates. But people were always really big to say, well, you're not a doctor. Neither is Bill freaking Gates. Ask Dr. Fauci the last time he treated a patient. Um, halfway to never, never treated a patient. Ever. Wait,
2: wait, wait a minute, Alice. Yeah, you, you're I, bringing me into this conversation.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Keebler Elf. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. You couldn't handle the truth or the cookies. I'm. I'll
2: tell you the truth, Alice. So Alex. I'm going <laughs> to kick
0: those chocolate chips out of his pockets if I ever see him. But yeah, so the the reason the word Lucifer is though it's it's it, he thinks he's being clever, right? Because are we going to play this clip?
1: So yes, okay. this is what I was going to say. Now think about everything we just said, and now think about this is the man that's in control of all that. He's the guy who designed it, patented it, okay, is implementing it through the World Healthcare Organization, and let's hear about what he can do with putting something in your body. All
0: right, I'm gonna play this clip, and this is from a meeting. Um, you can find this on YouTube. We'll- post the links in the episode show notes. Uh, But it's on YouTube and it's Bill Gates having a meeting uh, with the Department of Defense. Okay. And this is, I thank God for Dr. Dennis. Excuse
3: me. On the left over here, we have individuals who are religious fun- fundamentalists, religious fanatics. And this is the expression, uh, RT-PCR, real-time PCR uh, expression of the VMAT2 gene. Over here, Dr. we I have individuals. Have in theory, so so, here, but... so let, let me complete. So over here, we have uh, individuals who are not particularly uh, fundamentalists, not particularly religious. And you can see there's a, a much reduced uh, expression of, of this particular gene, the, the VMAT2 uh, gene. Uh, another evidence that that supports our our hypothesis for the development of of this um, approach. Uh, What you're suggesting here is by by, by spreading this virus,
1: we're going to eliminate individuals from donning on a bomb vest and going into a market and blowing up the market. So
3: our our hypothesis is that these are fanatical people, uh, that they have overexpression of the VMAT2 gene and that by vaccinating them against this, will eliminate this behavior. Uh, so we have some, some very, very uh, remarkable data in this next slide. Uh, here we have two uh, brain scans. These are fMRIs. Uh, these are two different individuals with different levels of expression of EMAT2. Uh, on top uh, is an individual who's a religious fanatic, an individual, and we've repeated this numerous times, that that uh, has uh, high levels of EMAT2. Now. Um, this individual down here, who had low levels of the Bmat two gene, this individual would uh, self-describe as 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 not particularly religious. In in each case, uh, these individuals were were read a religious text. Uh, this individual uh, light lit up um, the the right middle frontal gyrus uh, shown here, and uh, that's a part of the brain that's associated with theory of mind uh, it's a part of the brain that, that uh, has to do with intents and, and beliefs and, and desires uh, in contrast, in marked contrast here's an individual who would uh, not particularly uh, self-describe as, as religious and when they are read a religious text <coughs> what you see is that this part of the brain called the anterior insula lights up this is a part of the brain that's associated with, with disgust or displeasure on hearing something
1: are uh, so you suggesting I take a CT scan with me when I'm uh, evaluating people to determine whether I put a bullet in their head?
3: So, so um, the, the data that I'm presenting here uh, supports uh, the, the concept that, that we're proposing, uh, and I think that uh, we would not propose to do uh, CT scans or fMRIs on, on individuals out in the hinterlands of, of Afghanistan. The virus would immunize against this VMAT2 gene and that would would have the effect that you see here which is it's essentially to turn a fanatic into a a, a normal person. And we so, think that will have major effects in the Middle East.
1: How would you suggest that this is going to be dispersed? Sure,
3: well, so, so the, the present plan and the tests that we've done so far um, have used uh, uh, respiratory viruses uh, such as flu or or uh, rhinoviruses, and uh, we believe that that's a satisfactory way to get the exposure of the largest uh, part of the population. Most of us, of course, have, ha- have been exposed to both of those viruses, and, and we're, we're quite confident that, that this will be a, a, a very successful uh, approach.
1: This is fascinating. What's the name of this proposal?
3: Yeah, so, so the name of this project is FunVax, which is the vaccine for religious fundamentalism.
1: And you have a proposal already?
3: The proposal uh, has just been submitted. And I think that the data that I have shown you today would, would support uh, the, the development of, of this project. And we think it has great promise.
0: Um, they were going to call it the fun vax for fundamentalists, fundamental Christians, or fundamental yes, uh, no, Islamists. To be
2: used in the Middle East.
0: You know, it's a fun vax, guys. Oh,
2: yeah. Well, don't you see how that narrative We would never do that on normal people. But, yeah, yeah, well, that's how they got That's what the whole Islamic narrative is about. So
0: what they're telling you is they've mapped out the genome to a point, the human genome to a point, to where they can tell if you um what have an expression of religious fervor or religious beliefs why wouldn't they take that further because of the problem you guys do realize like, okay, follow the bigger narrative here that when this, this whole thing started, the people they were vilifying and saying that weren't willing to take the vaccine were who the evangelicals. I mean, it was a very specific group that they were targeting that were saying, these are the holdouts for the vaccines. These are the people that refuse the vaccines. Um, why was it important to label this particular group?
2: That's a so fundamentalist.
0: Right, right, exactly. They're the people that have strong religious convictions. And um, a lot of people wouldn't take the vaccine because of those uh, religious convictions. Wouldn't it just be so much easier if we were all just so compliant? They're literally talking about making you compliant by spreading a virus or giving you a vaccine, huh? And all this time, these last two years, we're the crazy people for having that conspiracy theory. But here, in words, that is what they're saying, yeah, they, that,
2: one, that was almost uh, that was almost 20 years the, ago. Oh,
0: yes. Let me point out that this video that he's talking with the Department of Defense is from 2005. Um, wow, that's coincidental because the SARS-CoV strain got what um, patented in 2004 with the luciferase in it, right? If it has hydrogel in it, it's luciferase too. That's, let's just explain that. Yeah. Um, if Hydrogel is Luciferes, folks. Um, guess who's working with luciferase? Um, I'm sorry. What, what did we just say? It was called. They're using that as um, in their beta program right now for um, a company, Azure Technologies, which is a Bill Gates-owned company, to um, photofluoresce that your health, your telemetry, into your phone as part of the information that it scans you. How did it get in there? How did it get in you that you're going to photofluoresce that information into your phone?
1: Well, there is so much. First of all, oh, gosh, everybody yeah. that heard that should be shaking in their boots.
0: And should be really pissed off.
1: Well, yeah. Well, listen to what he just said. Yeah. We can change your DNA so that you won't hear God no more.
0: Right. That, which right. Is, right. is what Isn't we've been saying. not it interesting
1: that he talked about the uh, frontal, the frontal uh, lobe, the, frontal, the, God gi- the yes. frontal gyrus yeah. is where so well, they're going to quiet that down? Now, Behind listen. your eyes. When we think about this, we go back and we overlay. What do we keep overlaying? Revelations 13 with Revelations 18. And what did Revelations 18 say? It said, Mystery Babylon, this group of people that's trying to engineer the coming, the birthing of this beast government into the world are wealthy international merchants. And what is their goal? To make the voice of the bride and the bridegroom to never be heard inside of them again. Yep. to make the light go out yep. now folks that's what 666 is doing Right. if you yes. aren't feeling something right yeah. now they just told you we can genetically engineer you change your DNA mm-hmm. so that you don't hear God no more that's it Okay. now they also look at how quickly they've been using the, the PCR test remember one of those AstraZeneca's that got pulled one of the ladies was pulled as saying I can't hear God no more
0: but I told you that, and they said that it could spread as a virus. I told you when I was sick that, and I think I mentioned it on the podcast in those episodes too, I had a really hard time connecting. praying and connecting to God. It was so weird. It was really, really off. And I was like, is this real? I mean, like, is this really what I'm feeling? But I did that whole time I was sick, especially when I was really sick. I had a very difficult time connecting and even praying. Um, So, and there ha- I'm not the only person that has said this. I'm not going to mention our church, but uh, there were several people that also got COVID short, right around the time I had the really bad one. And they said they also had a hard time connecting and praying. Um, there's something to this. like you know, well,
2: we, we know that it was yeah. genetically oh my gosh. altered in the lab. And that, was, that was the virus. Now, if you listen to that clip, he talks about delivering it via a virus. Yep. And then of course in in the vaccine they, they deliver it now folks one thing we have to talk about with vaccines they subvert your immune system mm-hmm. okay when you're exposed to a virus you're it's it's aerosoled it goes through your your sinuses your sinuses have a uh, an immune response you get stuffy you get produced mucus you sets off your alarm systems in your body then your your immune system immune system responds to that. But if you're injecting it into the bloodstream, intramuscularly when you inject, it leaches into the bloodstream. When that happens, you're bypassing all the all the uh, warning signals and you're getting a direct um, f- flow of that virus into your system and that has more impact and can cause more damage. Sort of like Shooting heroin into your veins. So, when this happens, you're not getting you, you, your immune system is not responding. And this has been going on with childhood vaccines for the last 30 years, where they're loading up these vaccines on these children, where they're getting 18 different vaccines and 72 different doses by the age of 18. And now they want to inject this COVID vaccine into children. Do not submit your children to this. It's, it's like submitting your children to Moloch. This will change their immune system. This will
1: detrimentally affect your children. Well, we're going to talk about more with this vaccine narrative. But, folks, we're talking about Luciferase, a 060606 patent. Patentable genetic markers in your forehead, Right. You'll see how this all starts to play out as we build through this show. But I'm, we are sending out a warning. Right. We are watchmen. right? And if we don't send out this warning, God's going to hold us accountable. And guess what? Now that you know, you are also accountable. To, to Hey, we are not saying that this is the mark of the beast. We're saying this is what our Bible says. And this uh, is what's happening.
0: I mean, I, the more we hear about this, the more it's like, that's the mark of the beast, though. This is crazy. um, You know, it's just like you, like you said earlier, you worship God with your mind. And it's, it has to be a choice. That's, you know, that's the, God is a gentleman. Jesus is a gentleman. He gives you a choice. Love gives choices. Love doesn't force you to worship me or else, right? That's not giving you a choice. So what if that choice were taken away from you, right? Because now... That part of you has been blocked. You can no longer connect to God, right? That choice has been... Because you know what? Guess what? Satan's not a gentleman. No. He's not. He's not going to give
1: you He's a, a choice. He's
0: a Right. Yep. He's a liar.
1: But deception can only take place if there is a choice.
0: Right. Exactly. So what if you can't connect on that level? How brilliant is that, right? Really? What a brilliant plan to take away the option of choice um by clouding that part of your brain yeah uh, and this is should just really be so disgusting to you because this was this plan was to, and they said if you listen to it, the whole thing they've tested this already
1: yes oh yeah they've, they, they, they've they already knew that. this worked yeah yeah and that's why you have to figure whatever they released on the world whether you took the vaccine or not, just what they released on the world itself also tended to have that effect on people, which yeah. is why multiple people talked about how when they had COVID, they we had difficulty connecting yeah. to that.
2: So we were talking about the neurologic damage that, that is um, happening with this vaccine. And then uh, Bill Gates was talking about how they can vaccinate and um, affect the VMAT2 gene, which was In the brain and codes for vesicular monoamine transport that plays a key role in regulating the levels of brain chemicals serotonin dopamine and norepinephrine now these monoamine transmitters are in turn postulated to play an important role in regulating the brain activities associated with mystic beliefs so if we're going to give a vaccine that's going to affect this gene we can we can affect mystic beliefs or a way a person believes
0: well you can affect more than that can't you because those chemicals are really important for not just mystic beliefs but other things does it regulate all all of those chemicals all the time like the serotonin and the epinephrine and i don't know
2: well he wasn't being very specific in that clip other than that he was trying to dim the switch if you had uh in the frontal gyrus where the religious expression is and then um to try to calm down that expression
0: if you could do that for that why wouldn't you do it for other things like where's the stopping point for that and what is the limitation of that i mean he's basically saying that we now have something that can be aerosolized or be transferred via virus a rhinovirus or influenza mm-hmm. virus mm-hmm. Um, well he was saying though that he people. could do it
1: with the vaccine
2: Right, he, he was saying do the vaccine, oh, they would use they would use the rhinovirus as a transporter, or yeah. just right. like. Or but respiratory then you look virus. at like, look at the vaccine. They did that, didn't they? Right, do it with exactly. the
1: adenovirus, right? So he's yeah. saying that they're using a vaccine, and now you're getting to the particulars. They can even use a, a rhinovirus mm-hmm. to do some of this stuff, and right? So to saying, to see.
0: yeah, he, and he said, and he says in that little video clip that we'll play in, uh, that it's about four minutes long, but that. Um, Because most people catch that virus. That's Mm -hmm. why. It's easier to spread that way. Very
2: contagious.
0: But those chemicals are responsible for more than just mystical beliefs. Um, So if you think like this is, oh, maybe people are like, this will only attack Christians. Um, No, they're they're talking about anyone that has any mystical beliefs. So let's say a Buddhist, right? If you have strong Buddhist beliefs, it would affect you as well because that's a mystical belief, right? Mm
3: -hmm. Or any of those things.
0: But they're also saying that like, You fall in love, right? Um, Those chemicals are very important for falling in love. That's also why sugar is as addictive as cocaine. It releases those chemicals. And so that's also why I believe the World Economic Forum, you will have nothing and be happy. Well, sure, you won't feel anything. If they can manipulate those chemicals, right? Yeah, you'd be mean,
2: numb. You'd be well, numb.
0: What are the, what are the limitations of that, yeah. or are there any?
2: I know it's like the ultimate form of communism. It's mental communism. Yeah, it's
0: right. It's mind control. They're mm, literally it used. is
2: mind control. Well, I mean, chemical mind control.
0: That should us <laughs> mind boggling. Just I mean, now that we can still no think pun about it, right? Because right. we, <laughs> we can still think about those things. But if this keeps up. Yeah. I, I, who is this man that has found this gene and says now I know how to affect it? Why? What gives him the right to do that to people?
2: Well, science has crossed a few lines lately, haven't they?
0: Uh, yeah, just a few. You know. Just so I
2: mean, and just the fact that they're they're using a vaccine that's a, it's not even a vaccine it's gene therapy and it failed in the in the uh, lab twenty years ago and they never used it on humans before. Right. And now we're doing a human experiment for the last two years and now they're giving it to to baby six months old or older,
0: right? And didn't you, just the other day you sent us something that they're having to order children's caskets in mass oh, yeah. quantity? There's now? Been,
2: yeah, there's been a big increase in orders for um, childhood caskets, and this only after they approved the vaccine for the adolescents. Right. And now, uh, now we're getting into infants,
0: yeah, yeah, that's what they're trying to push. It's crazy, <laughs> which. You could say, oh, well, correlation is not causation, but they've never had to do that before. And the only different thing that's happened in this last 10, 20 years has been this vaccine. And you can see an uptick in these orders after the right. vaccine gets approved, there's something there.
2: Well, it's just like we spoke of before with with the life insurance claims in the fourth quarter of 2021 right Kevin and how they went up.
0: is being remarkably silent. He and is, I think it's because we, we put him in the corner. We put him in my spot.
1: Don't do that. Yeah, and, um, don't. I know. Somebody put don't baby, put don't baby put Kevin in the corner. In the corner. I, <laughs> right? Don't put baby in I the corner. I got a text saying I was talking too much. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't for me. And don't since I have camera. a lot of talking to do, I thought I might save. You know,
2: we're <laughs> going gonna to open the floor to you, Doc,
1: So here's the deal. The reason we share that with you is because now everything that we're going to tell you has been your Bible for 2,000 years is going to start to make sense. And that means that when we show you what's happening and we show you what's in your Bible, that's when these alarms start to go off. And what Bill Gates just admitted to you, right, we overlay those things that we have a wealthy international merchant, right, who's come up with a way to what? as Revelations 18.23 says, to make the light inside of you go out forever, mm. right? So that you have this voice of the bridegroom to never be heard again, right? And where is this? light. Where, where mm. does this lead to? It leads somewhere to your pharmacy. That would be the most appropriate place for that word to occur, that Pharmacia is where we got the word pharmacy. Yep. Now here we have a man that is telling you that he can affect your relationship with God This isn't just a relation, this is not just fundamental change. We're talking a change to your spirituality. We're talking about your God DNA. We're talking about the image of your father. We're talking about what the fact that you have some of this image built inside of you that you absolutely, that's why you can still connect with him even though that we are fallen. We still have some of his nature. And what are they trying to engineer? They are trying to engineer this out of us where we do not have this image of God inside of us. And you think about what is the goal of transhumanism? We're talking, Bill Gates is talking about transhumanism, changing our DNA. And what is he submitting? We can change our nature. What's the stated goal of transhumanism? To remake mankind in a new image. image. Man's image. (laughs) That's right, in a new image. But really it's gonna be Satan's image right right, and when they also say that, that if you look that up you can say that their goal is to change the nature of humanity now they're mm. not talking about getting rid of our good nature they're talking right. about adding qualities to the humanity experience bigger, better, stronger, faster right maybe we can change our looks etc, cetera, etc cetera. so you start to realize everything that I'm going to say here in the next few minutes is going to start to make sense that this if you look at your Bible the mark of the beast looks exactly like a second forbidden fruit right the temptation comes we're going to get a little little bit of wow happening as we get going you start to see that we we do have things that are missing we have the antichrist missing we have these signs and wonders missing we have you know who can make war against the beast this is a powerful government that no one can oppose right But then we all of a sudden stumble into this situation where there's something compelling. There's a cause that comes in the world and this cause needs access to your body. So the question is, what's going on here? You know, If Satan could have done this before, don't you think he would have? And so this is where we drop out of this and say, let's talk about the mark of the beast. What does the Bible really tell us about us? What is it that's actually different? And I've had been through these conversations quite a few times with people and the average person Believes that the mark of the beast is just an arbitrary line, right? That just kind of comes out of the blue, and God says, "If you cross this line, you're just you're you're not on my team anymore, right?" Mm. And this is troubling because you know what is it that's different? Why is this different? Why is God acting different, etc., etc., etc.? So the question then becomes, what's really going on? And so this is where the three arguments: either this is an arbitrary line, or it's a it's an issue of worship right or it's an issue of what this actually is that we're putting in our bodies which means the mark of the beast is something that's different and so here's what i'm going to say the bible says that god is the same yesterday today and forever god doesn't change his rules don't change the 10 commandments doesn't change so the reality here is is that god is not the one who changes The Bible's clear in Revelations 13, right? That it's Satan who initiates this cause. This is Satan's move inside of his chess game with God, Mm -hmm. right? And so there's two things that are going to happen. You absolutely can make a good argument that the reason they lose salvation is because of who they worship. Because who they worship is either something new or a return of something that's so old we don't recognize it anymore. Yes. And vice versa, it's very difficult to separate the worshiping of this, the beast and his image from taking the mark. They're virtually synonymous. It's a chicken or egg argument. You really, it's very difficult to make. But what we'll show you is, is that either could possibly you know create the other. So what we're gonna do in this one is this. Once you understand that right now, we don't have any new forms of worship. There's nothing new to look at. So it's not there's nothing happening in this particular area we have m- things and sequences that are missing but if we look at okay what's happening with what we can put into our bodies there's an absolute explosion of technology that that they want to put into our bodies and this is where we have to kind of back out and say okay so something's happening in this arena and we need to look at it and what does it do as far as fulfilling you know what God has really said to us. So when I think about that, that's why this is titled Satan's Second Forbidden Fruit. Because we're going to focus not so much on the worship side. Now, we we do, we, you know, everybody loves to talk about worship, but you think about, well, hey, the Antichrist is going to be new. Of course, we're going to find out he's actually an old spirit that's been here before.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's many Antichrists according were, to
1: John. That's right. It's, we have the spirit of the Antichrist, but then we have the one spirit and the Bible tells us that he comes out of the abyss. So we're going to go into the abyss because it's going to open up what you just talked about, the mind control that's mm-hmm. really coming here Yeah. and the changing of our nature, right? And mind control can happen through genetic manipulation. We're going to see it happens in a lot of other ways. But the bottom line is, is that this is not an arbitrary line. There's something specific about the beast, something specific about the Antichrist that worshiping him somehow is an unforgivable sin that we haven't seen before we haven't seen it in our generation or the mark of the beast is something also that is a second forbidden fruit and what is the key to surviving both scenarios obedience Mm -hmm. and how can you tell people to obey something that they've never even heard we have an entire generation that has never heard the absolute mandate to not give up access to their body to any government right yeah. we haven't heard the mandate do not worship anyone but jesus well i think that's where the deception comes in doc
2: that's right you know so they're deceived they don't know like you said there are a lot of things people worshiping a lot of things
1: well you can see there this is a difficult scenario we're, we're mm-hmm. going to be honest you're going to see why as we we just pop into some of this but you know the reality is a lot of people say well we're not going to be here right that's the rapture oh. and And again, while people can, if they can make a biblical case, then let them do it and let them preach it. But here's the problem. It doesn't matter what the rapture doctrine you teach. It shouldn't change anything with respect to what you teach after that. Because somebody is going to be here. And we preach not for the people that might not be here, we preach for the everybody. Okay? Some that will be here and some that may be not here. So it doesn't make any sense that we would change okay? what we preach in the pulpits that we completely neglect the fact that somebody in our pulpit, somebody in our church is going to be there. They are going to have to say no to this beast government, to worshiping the Antichrist, yeah, yeah. to giving up this access. So why completely negate You know the real issue here? And that is obedience. We're doing exactly what Adam did, what Eve did in the garden, even what's what could be so damaging about this with,
2: fruit? We, but we can't give that up. We right. can't. You have that's why we why we've talked about before in a podcast that you know we got to resist this. That's right. We I mean, were doing, instructing everybody in the audience resist. You know, do not worship this, this system that's, that is before us. Right.
1: And so this is the problem. We have shepherds that are not allowing people to hear the warning that God has given us. This is one of the key reasons why we did this show. I question whether or not the shepherds died. Well, that's right. Sorry. right. You, you start to realize that. Well, we talked about the most troubling one that we saw was the, the statistics that said only 4% of executive pastors yeah, right, um, actually have a biblical worldview. So I can name a very executive pastor that doesn't believe taking the mark of the beast causes us to lose our salvation. Right, And I can say that this guy He's pretty good in a general way I mean in a general I, way I can say hey and He's even stood up for things Did his Bible
2: lose Revelation chapter 13 or something?
1: This is really <laughs> difficult This is when you go how can you be <laughs> a, a PhD doctor the last chapter. A PhD doctor And you're going to explain to me Why my Bible is incorrect about this So yeah. again You know all we're going to do is Hey that's above our pay grade We're just going to go with God on this one there's nobody I'm going to trust more than what's in my Bible.
0: Uh, it's hard to believe that they could, if they even listen to a little bit of our podcast, that they could deny, right, what you're saying. Um, because the goal is to make the light, the literal light of Christ go out in you. It says, Second Peter 1, 4. If we do not have the light, we do not know God. Those who know God, who walk with him, are are of the light and walk in the light they are made partakers of god's divine nature having escaped the corruption of the world caused by evil desires light Hmm. is mentioned um over 270 something times in the bible alone Mm -hmm. and references to god it's i I forget how many hundred it's but it's over 100 jesus jesus
2: said he was the light of the world
0: As light. They're both God, Jesus mentioned as light. So isn't it curious how literal this becomes making that light inside of you go out uh, and God is light and you can no longer connect to the light because you no longer have that light inside of you. Your maker's light
2: well that's true <laughs>
0: that's a little spooky
2: well that's that's what we're talking about yeah. here we the destruction of 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 the body from within right. the destruction of the mind through this control but i do have i i, I you know when you were talking about you know our shepherds you know, yes um i i just the holy spirit just said you know jude you know jude uh, verse three beloved While I was with you, I was very very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation. I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith, which was once for all delivered to the saints. For certain men have crept in unnoticed, who long ago were marked out for this condemnation, ungodly men who turn the grace of God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ." If it was happening back then, yeah, don't you think Jesus said it was going to be like birth pains and things were going to concentrate mm-hmm. as it got closer and closer to the end?
0: Like, yeah. Well, I just finished school this week. Yay! Congratulations! Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. postmodern, contemporary um, apologetics. And we were talking about Justin Martyr, the most famous oh, yeah. of the apologists, the very first. Mm-hmm. Not the first, but the most famous. He's amongst the very first. And he was um, beheaded under Marcus Aurelius. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, it's just, (laughs) but he wrote uh, an apologist sort of uh, letters to why, beseeching everyone, why they should believe in Christ and what does that mean. Right. And it isn't any less relevant today.
2: Oh, it's
0: incredible. You know, and and what, you know, and there's a group of men that were apologists that gave way to... Uh, theology you know but they were amazing men and they were arguing for you know why we need to believe in Christ because at that time the majority was not Christian they were seen as the outliers right because they were introducing new gods they're like Mm -hmm. what is this Oh, um, there's
2: always been that dichotomy between god and god's people and the world's people right?
0: yeah and so it's it's that but that it's it really crystallizes it and becomes mm-hmm. so so real when you start looking at the world today imagine that light gets put out on a massive level yeah mm-hmm. and all i ask you to do is if you wonder if this is happening read the headlines watch yeah. the news mm-hmm. um I don't. <laughs> We're going to blow a whole really episode sad. up
1: with exactly what they're doing technologically to try and damage our relationship with God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This Busy is the temple. And yeah. where does the worship happen, folks? It's it happens within us. In the temple. Yeah. Yeah. If mm-hmm. they can get access to the temple, mm-hmm. then it starts to make sense that they could affect. I mean, if you're worshiping in your temple, in your church, right, and somebody blows it up, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, sets off a smoke bomb, how do you think that's going to affect the worship? Right. So, you know, we go back. Once you give up on this idea that this is an arbitrary line, because people will say, you know, God says, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. That's Romans nine fifteen. But the point is, God tells us exactly who he's going to have mercy on. <laughs> right. It is him deciding it. But then he tells you and explains to you exactly why he has mercy for what he has mercy on. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the reality is, this is the same thing. So let's just run with this a little bit. When you deal with most people, they are, okay, the mark of the beast is a tattoo or a chip. Okay, folks, you can burn a tattoo off. Um, mm. You can pop the chip out. You can cut is it that, off.
0: You can change it. How is can,
1: it unrepentable? Right. We're dealing with an unrepentable sin. Now, then you look at the idea of worship, which will blow up just for a second. Right. The reality is, is that we do have something and someone that's coming in the world that's going to need to be worshipped. I'm going to argue with you and say this. There's, there's nowhere in the Bible that says that there's a lot of deception surrounding them. However, it is clearly implied because of the signs and wonders that accompany this person. Mm-hmm. So that means this is a deception as well. So there is a deception coming about the, this this Antichrist and this image that he's setting up. So the point here, and this is where I'm just going to come right out and say it, because when you think about signs and wonders, what is a narrative that could come in the world to destroy the gospel well I'll tell you what one of them is transpermia which is what the idea that life was seated here on other planets Yes. Right? So if the Antichrist comes into the world with all this technology and all this hoopla and blah, 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 right? Yeah. And he comes in and says, I'm an alien and we're the ones who seated you and uh, we're the ones who built the pyramids. You start to realize here, this is clearly a narrative that you do not have to watch TV for very long. You do not have to listen to anyone from the New Age movement. You even have Mr. Dawkins himself admitting that it is possible life was seated here on another planet. So the atheist will go along with this so the point is is that we need to realize that the two key features of the of the end times are fear and deception so there could be tremendous deception but it's going to be hard to miss the fact that this guy is not jesus it's going to be hard to miss that right so while there is going to be deception about this person so then the second question is you know when you think about worship you look at the old testament you think of shadrach meshach and abednego there's nowhere to run these guys could have just laid on the ground and worshipped the true God. Mm-hmm. So, what was it about worship that we've lost? Okay, what was it about kneeling, capitulating, going along with, bending even a little? Like when you think back to you know Luke twenty-one twenty-eight, it, it really says that we're supposed to stand up. It really means to unbend everybody mm-hmm. else was bending down right there was an atmosphere of fear this is the same thing with Daniel
2: I have kind mean, of
1: Daniel Shadrach Meshach and Benegro. Mm-hmm. so but then you have you know Rahab right then you have Naaman who were clearly worshiping false gods and they repented and began to worship Yahweh mm-hmm. so you can't right. make this hard line in the Old Testament and you get to the New Testament how is who we worship unrepentable so this is why it becomes hard to understand how worship, worshiping false gods, I mean, I worship false gods every day, right? And unfortunately, one of them is myself, <laughs> right? So, so, so understanding that, I can mm-hmm. repent of that. And so it's hard to understand why is this something that's unrepentable? But as you see, we start to look at this technology that's coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're starting to realize that this technology could do something to me, mm-hmm. so we we go back to those things. I know I asked you this earlier. What is our salvation based on? Well, number one, it's based upon okay, Jesus, his identity. Who right. was he? He was our kinsman redeemer. He was a human being. Okay. The Bible is clear that one man sinned and that did what? Brought sin into sin the, world the, world. the world and through one man, a man, a man, he would do what? Take us out of that. Exactly. You only need, when you're in a burning building, you only need one man to break through the wall. Right. And everybody else has to what? Follow him. Mm-hmm. Right? And so you start to see where Jesus comes into this, to his identity. As the Bible says, the bulls and goats, blood they, they can't redeem humanity. So who Jesus right. was, what he was, is important. If they could do something that could challenge our humanity if that's what his identity was mm-hmm. if we were not related if we were not his kinsman this is where the genetic narrative comes in and bill gates is just telling you we can change somebody's nature and connectedness to god by changing their genetic codes right yeah,
2: that so, that is just crazy can make you it, a just quick to end. think about that
1: he absolutely can right. so then what's the next thing that you think about okay well it's what jesus did on the cross right is there a new sin Okay? A worship or something we do to our body that somehow is not covered by what Jesus did on the cross. Well, of course, what's covered on the cross is also based upon who he is. Mm-hmm. The last part you think about is, well, here's what, here's who Jesus is. Here's what he did. Now the question is, what is your response to this unbelievably good news? It is called repentance.
2: Correct. Right? We have to repent.
1: If you change the fundamental nature of a person where they no longer repent, Mm-hmm. they no longer recognize something as sin they no longer recognize jesus as being god and not them being god
2: it's The a loss of consciousness
1: this is what i'm saying so you start to realize if this is the foundation of our salvation
3: mm-hmm.
1: then why aren't these common possibilities is there genetic okay is there technological things that they can do to our bodies do to our minds subject us to that could change our identity, change our nature, change our ability to repent from sin, and you start to realize, wow, this starts to make a little sense about why this is what? Unrepentable, unforgivable sin. Mm -hmm. Now, the other unforgivable sin is what?
2: Blasphemy in the Holy Spirit. Right,
1: and what is the testimony of the Holy Spirit to us? Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. That Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. So Mm -hmm. blaspheming the Holy Spirit is probably rejecting the fact that jesus is god and honestly no,
2: th- th- it makes sense i mean you think about you know john and when god so loved the world he gave his only begotten son but it's the people that turned from that and they didn't accept it god it says god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world may be saved through him that's right but the people that don't accept that gift
1: are the ones that go off and are are unsaved exactly and so you start to think about you know John three sixteen can't happen unless you've had one basic thing, and I love this. It's an old minister. I can't remember who said it, but he said that there's only two realities of life. The first one is is that there is a God, and the second reality is that you're not Him. I didn't mean to that. <laughs> you see, yeah. and if you can't get there, right, right. If there's no, if that doesn't happen, it doesn't matter what God does, right, from there, right. because you have what rejected it. You're not running. Through, you're not going to follow Him out of the burning building, right. You're going to go out and do this on your own. So once you start to see that this is not an arbitrary line, there is something different. It's not a tattoo. It's not a chip. This is something that's unrepentable. It's not some arbitrary. This is Satan's move. Now think about this. You know, when, when, when Israel went into the promised land, what happened? They kicked butt. And everybody was living in fear. They knew they were what? God. Unbeatable. Yes, right. Well, and you think Yali about on you think about what happened at AI, right? Well, mm. somebody stole a few things out of Jericho, and they got they got defeated, right? So sin yes. set them back. Yep. And everybody found out about that. Yep. So when the the neighbors were like, "Well, they're coming our way," who did they hire? A guy by the name of what? Balaam. <laughs> yeah. And what did they get him to do? Could they get him? Could they? Could they get a prophet to stop him? No. What did he have to do? He had to connive and get them to what? Begin to worship false gods. Yep. See, so you start to see here, but they did end up repenting. But this is what I'm saying is that Satan, he's got his chess moves. He can't beat them, right? He has to use God's own laws, right? And so this is the thing that Satan knows that we don't. He knows God better than we do in a lot of ways.
2: Well, his biggest move is always to get our eyes off of God. That's right. And so, get on,
1: on either ourselves or him. So there's no way, even though I believe that that the mark of the beast is going to accomplish a lot of the goal, taking the mark is worshiping the beast. It's just that simple. This is a, you have to say no to both kind of a scenario instead of just trying to nail this down. But the point is, there's so much happening in the technology about what we put in our bodies, Yeah, right? Yeah. And what does Jesus say? When you see these things happening, what? Stand Stand up. up. This is why if this generation is the one that loses their ability to say no to the government about what they want to put in our bodies, Mm -hmm. then this is the government that has now succumbed to the ultimate warning that God has ever given us. And that is what's different about the mark of the beast, something that enters our temple and disrupts the ability of us to worship. Maybe changes our identity. You start to realize how the genetic narratives, you know, we'll talk about frequencies. We talk about this whole, the the goal of the entire cultic world we're going to show you is to get to your mind. What's in your forehead? Mind control. Af the eyes. We have to get af the eyes. God doesn't care about our foreheads. Right. (laughs) If you want to tattoo something up there, it's probably not going to be the mark of the beast doesn't make any sense to me but i don't think that that's an unforgivable sin right you know and that's where we have to come right Mm -hmm. yep well it's interesting too that in the first temptation it wasn't just the wow it wasn't just the deception it wasn't just the nice words it wasn't just the fact that he appealed to their their nature that they wanted to be god instead of be god's children right that's really what the temptation was but they 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 had to obey satan and when they did that that was a form of worshiping but Okay, and worshipped him if they didn't actually eat the fruit too. Something about that fruit was different. He
0: came in. Well, that's like, where the right because were they had there. a right. They had acquired a forbidden knowledge, so it wasn't mm-hmm. that they instantly started worshiping, but something happened to them that they no longer were fit to be in the Garden of Eden in God's presence. Well, it was pride, though. It was, out.
2: but it was the pride, though. There's the pride that made them fall because they had to. They, Satan deceived them, right, and said that could God truly say you right, know right. like did he really say that no but it's mean, it, exactly and that pride of wanting God. to be knowledgeable and don't we yeah. have we have that now right. we, we have it we've all it's always been there and and it's that me 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 the God of me right you know it's either my will be done or thy will be done right
1: well and think about deception what's the easiest way to kill it destroy it mm-hmm. it's called remembering God's word It's the Mm -hmm. truth. Mm -hmm. You know, if we forget these truths of these 2,000-year-old ultimate warnings, God is saying, I can absolutely save you from anything Mm -hmm. until Satan makes this move. And the question is, why hasn't he made this move? It's because he couldn't. He would have done it earlier if he could have. He has come to kill, steal, and destroy. And every second that humanity goes down the history road, God gets more children. And what do you think Satan wants to do? He wants to destroy God's ability to have children, right? Mm-hmm. There is a reason why. Who can make war against the beast? It's Jesus can make war.
2: And he will make and war. And he
1: will make war. And that's why we win. And that's I why learned. this is the good news, right? But the point here is, is that the Bible says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. And so mm-hmm. this is the podcast. This this one particular. This is not your harmless as doves podcast. This is your wise as serpents podcast that God did, did call us to be, you know, really follow the golden rule, but he did not want us ignorant. He, remember the word, one of the translations uses the word cunning, right? Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be as cunning as serpents. That's They're not true. supposed to have anything on us right. when it comes to what? And yet we have dumbed everything down. The only thing important in the churches today is to be a little dove that just feels great about everything and just, it's okay. I'm God's still you. in control. Slappy agape, man. It, it is. But it's true <laughs> that God's in control. I
0: like that. Right? It
1: is. But he also wants us to what? Pray, thy will be done right. on right. earth as it is in heaven. Well, Where's the salt?
2: Well, oh, that's the whole thing. We're losing it. And it's no good that it's going to be thrown out, right? And you
1: being oh, well, yeah, it's true. The church is a little tasteless. No, salt in those days was a preservative. And
2: that's what's preserved In the, the light church. of the
1: decay.
0: Terrifying. Right? Yeah, purifying.
1: So you have a church that has lost its saltiness, its ability to preserve. Their faith is none effect. You know, they say they have this faith, but they don't have any works, right? Mm-hmm. And there's one of those churches that talks about that. But you go back to the saltiness. Once it's lost its saltiness, what does God say? What does Jesus say is going to happen to that salt? It will be trampled, trampled underfoot. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that is what's happening. There is no difference between what's going on in the church today and what's happening in the world. And we're not standing up to these 2,000-year-old warnings that you know, I've lost a lot of sleep about in my lifetime thinking about what when you learn how far God has gone to save us, mm-hmm. what is it that happens at the last second? this new chess move if you will by Satan mm-hmm. he it's a new Balaam in a lot of way right
2: yeah they, they, they you know is it a, is it a physical like you're saying with the genetic you know if it genetically altered and that makes them physically turn and worship the beast right That's well, if, what we're if it affects at.
1: our identity or affects our ability right. to relate to God right you start to realize and that is becomes the seventh major thing so mm-hmm. when we say what Bill Gates just admitted to you is that the days of Noah, are happening again. This mm-hmm. vaccine did alter our genetic codes. We can see that now with the Epic Times article about mm-hmm. the Sweden, and they found that that transferred to the in the in the, the lab rats or mice. And so we start to see that these vaccine shots were not supposed to go backwards to our DNA, but they did. Which means the the days of Noah are upon us. Yes. And and they can change this stuff with a vaccine. So any every person in America should watch that video because this is the wealthy international merchant that thinks he's what? God. Right. Mm-hmm. He wants to change your DNA. How dare you be a religious zealot? No, we don't want the zealots around, Doc. Right. Well, absolutely. You can see that that's also happened with respect to you know a parent showing up at a school board meeting. Right yeah. You see well, what I'm saying? why is it
0: so important to give this to infants? Why? I, I mean, doesn't that seem weird? We know it's not effective. We know that infants aren't the ones dying of this, right? Um, so why is this, so, why it's not working, it's failing, it's causing more problems than it, it right? The cure is worse than the disease. So why, why did they approve this for pediatric use? Um, because it's important that we have an entire generation grow up without that light, without that ability to know God.
2: Yeah, I just have a problem with the way they manipulated the whole process, you know? I mean, well, how they, see- they didn't approve anything you know for, yes. and then and then they go ahead and they say it, then they keep on using the words like they approved it for, yeah. you know you true. didn't prove anything Commernity is not a product that's mm-hmm. on the market yes, and, and why do you still have wave. the emergency use in place
1: well there's no emergency and everybody knows that i know it's just right? a, it's
0: wait guys there's another wave coming right now of omicron variants haven't you heard my mom was just talking about it it's sweeping it's the all the BA blue
1: 5, states it's the BA5 BA5.2 so you know as we kind of running out of time here you know we want to remember that there is something new in this cosmic chess match and god just like the first forbidden fruit he told us not to eat of that tree he told us you can eat of every other tree in the garden but you can't do this and so we have to be able to say no to worship we have to be able to say no to these technologies that are trying to enter our body. And you think about worship, you know, God says that we're supposed to worship him in spirit and in truth. Well, what we're seeing now with technology, guys, is we're seeing that technology can change your spirit and change your truth. And you see, that's something that you start to think, hey, that's an unrepentable sin. That's a fundamental change in our nature. That's a fundamental change in our identity and our ability to be related to and or connect to God, and that is a warning that needs to go out to a new generation.
2: Absolutely, Doc. Yeah.
1: So, God bless each one of you, and I'm. God bless
0: you, too.
1: I'm just. <laughs> I you. bless you, you. God bless you.
0: And too we guys. had to go back.
1: We lost this one, so we're, we have to republish it. So, yeah. we're having some technical issues that never seem to end. So, pray for us <laughs> so Blake. we can love technology better. Oh, <laughs> we
2: have to use it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Anyway,
0: you guys have a great week. We love you and we thank you. Hey, guys, before I head out, I just wanted to have you check out supernaturaljunkies.com. It's our website, has a ton of great information on there. And if you ever have a problem finding our podcast, you can listen directly from supernaturaljunkies.com. You can even listen to us from Facebook if you like us on Facebook, Supernatural Junkies. Our Instagram handle is supernatjunkies, uh, and the COVID Beast book is available on supernaturaljunkies.com. I can't say it enough. We have the MP3 version, the Audible version, as well as the hard copy. So you should definitely purchase one for you or someone you love if you want to get this information to them. Also, if after all that, you feel like you want to write us a review on any of the platforms that you listen to us, we would be so appreciative we'd read it on air. Not that that's a bonus, but... I mean, I would love that. So please leave us a review if you get a chance. We need a few more reviews because it helps boost us on the algorithm. I say that all the time, but it is important because it helps other people find us. We do tend to get censored a lot because of our content. But anyway, we love you guys. Stay blessed and we'll talk to you soon. You can even email us on that website if you have any questions. Thanks so much.